Welcome to Platypod, the official podcast of the Committee for the Anthropology of Science, Technology, and Computing. Here, we host dialogues and conversations about the theories, tools, and social interactions that explore questions at the intersection of anthropology and science and technology studies. This bonus content is a reading from Platypus, the Castac blog. Enjoy! In the sweltering early hours of summer 2022, waste pickers make their way towards Mumbai's Deona dumping ground. Devi, a young waste picker, holds up a thin plastic bag, saying, These are everywhere, but they're so flimsy. Vikas, a more senior segregator, sifting through a pile nearby, replies with a grin, Ah, but that pet bottle in your other hand, now that's valuable. You've got to know your plastics, Devi. Their daily interactions with these materials have given them an innate understanding of their worth and properties. It is here amidst a sea of discarded material that a relationship evolves. One between the waste pickers, the myriad forms of plastics, and the urban space that surrounds them. This bond is grounded in empirical observations that bring order to the chaotic array of plastics, tying together the intricate dance of humans and materials within the city's polyphonic rhythms. They carefully separate polyethylene tetraphthalate, often used in clear water bottles, from high-density polyethylene, commonly found in milk jugs and detergent bottles, with practiced precision. This meticulous sorting isn't just about plastic types, but also hints at a broader economic story. Each plastic has its own market value, with clear bottles fetching different prices than sturdy containers. This value-driven distinction showcases a dance of supply and demand, where understanding the nuanced language of materiality translates directly into earnings for the waste pickers. In Mumbai, plastics transcend their physicality. Here, they become containers of stories, agents of exchange, and symbols of a society grappling with the dichotomies of modernity. As we delve deeper, the complex relationship between the human and non-human actors unveil itself. The plastic embodies more than a material presence. It holds narratives, memories, and even potent futures intertwining seamlessly with the lives it touches. It becomes apparent that the plastic and the documents overseeing its trajectory share a symbiotic relationship, a dance of agencies where each shape and is shaped in return, weaving interconnected stories folding in the urban ecology of Mumbai. Act 1. Plastics and People Located in Mumbai's M Eastward, the Deona dumping ground holds a pivotal role in life cycle and narratives of plastics in the city's urban ecology. Established in 1927, it has grown to be one of Asia's oldest and largest dumping ground, spanning over 132 hectares. Waste pickers sift through the city's refuse every day, maneuvering mountains of waste to reclaim plastics that hold potential for recycling. Amidst this organized chaos, materials that were once a part of their daily lives find a transient rest, 
only to be rebirthed through the recycling processes facilitated by a network that spans the city. The Deonar ground highlights the city's waste management challenges due to frequent fires and environmental issues. It is also where bureaucratic documents intersect with waste, shaping the narratives of plastics in Mumbai's urban landscape. As an ethnographer from a North American university at the Deonar dumping ground, I was a stranger navigating this unfamiliar terrain, seeking to understand the relationship between people and plastics that shape Mumbai's urban narrative. Here, I find waste workers deep in conversation. Under a sky gradually shedding its darkness, they share moments of pause in an otherwise unceasing flow of work. Bhai, see this one, its texture tells me it housed something precious once remarks a seasoned picker to his younger counterpart, holding a piece of polyethylene tetraphthalate with an almost reverential gaze. The young, younger one nods his eyes lighting up as he responds. Who knows what this will be made into now? The conversation paints plastics in potentiality, seeing not just what it is, but what it could be. There are others around them engaged in similar dialogues, one holds up a bottle cap, remarking, Didi, remember the time when we found hundreds of this and we sent it to Dhule? This specific journey to Dhule isn't just a fleeting memory, but signifies a broader pattern. Much of the city's plastics are processed in towns surrounding it. They are transformed into pellets in places like Dhule, only to be brought back to the metropolis. This cyclical movement stands as testament to the unexpected pathways that plastics tread in their life cycle within the city and its outskirts. Making their way through the material, the workers narrate and listen to the stories embossed on the very being of plastics. Stories of dinners and drinks shared, of daily routines and special locations. Each piece of matter forges an intricate network of shared experiences and intertwined destinies. It has seen Diwali festivities, Safiya, I'm sure of it, a picker remarks, holding up a vibrant piece of plastic adorned with patterns reminiscent of traditional Diwali motifs. The patterns are more than mere decoration. They are echoes of Mumbai's many histories. This contrast is especially poignant considering Safiya and many waste pickers like her belong to the Muslim community, a community that faced severe trauma during the 1992 riots, which saw Hindus and Muslims pitted against each other. Now, years later, the interplay of a Muslim waste picker sifting through remnants of a predominantly Hindu celebration in the backdrop of a nation wrestling with Islamophobia underscores the city's enduring complexities. This piece of plastic carrying the essence of celebration also silently narrates tales of historical divides and current day challenges. Act 2. Data and Dissonance Close to the dumping ground at the municipal offices of the N East Ward, the second act of the day's drama unfolds. This is where plastic's journey is documented, guided and often reshaped not through the hands of waste pickers, but through the well-articulated pathways charted on paper and digital screens. Many trucks transporting waste from places like the Deonar ground 
are now GPS enabled, allowing for real-time tracking of shipments. As these trucks ferry plastics to various processing centers or towns, their routes, stops, and timings are monitored via digital platforms. This integration of technology ensures that the plastics journey right from collection to eventual recycling or disposal is mapped onto digital screens. It becomes a place where the life of plastics is entangled with the life of digitality. An assistant engineer in the municipality, Vijay, pours over a weather bitten report detailing the city's plastic waste metrics. The document meticulously records data such as the source neighborhood of the waste, the types and weight of plastics collected, and the specific municipal garbage trucks responsible for the transport. These entries, while numerical and procedural at face value, unravel the life story of every plastic piece at the site. They reveal which truck transported it, from which part of the city it originated, and even project its next destination, like a specific recycling factory. Each line item offers a glimpse into the journey of plastics, where they have been, where they are now, and where they are headed next in the intricate waste management network of Mumbai. Vijay's colleague Reshma joins him, bringing fresh perspectives from the ground level, from the narratives she gathers during her interactions with municipal supervisors. The recycling bays aren't functioning at full capacity, she remarks, tapping a finger on the pie chart on the page. The quantity of segregated plastics coming out are a full 10 tons less. Vijay nods, his face dims as he tries to understand the mismatch between the expected results and reality. He breaks the silence, his voice echoing a deeper unrest. These reports, they tell stories. Yet, they sometimes mask the undercurrents of conflicting interests. There's a tug of war between the economic desires of waste pickers and private industries, the political aspirations tied to urban waste management, and the on-ground reality of the actual waste generated and processed. It's not just about numbers, but the various narratives spun around the city and its waste. The exchange between the officials weave a rich tapestry of the city's entangled relations with plastics, a tapestry that is continuously rewritten as strategies evolved and dynamics shift. The daily notes, the reports, and the documents in the office are far more than bureaucratic tools. They're a canvas where the city's struggles, hopes, and realities converge, a canvas that, like the ever-present plastic, takes many shapes and tells many tales an entity con constantly negotiating between the aspirations of the city's administrators and the grounded realities of its inhabitants, between policy dreams and tangible immaterialities. We are caught in this relentless cycle, often feeling like mere cogs in a machine driven by policies, crafted in rooms much like this one. Sometimes, it's not just about meeting the quotas. Sometimes, about not completing or complying to the outside diktat. Just last month, we received training on recycling from these experts from Sweden. Just imagine. Reshma says out loud while continuing to flip through the pages of the document. The data before them with pages marked up in margins and annotations scribbled up alongside figures bears imprints of constant negotiations and renegotiations. These annotations lay bare 
the stark disparities between the lived realities of the waste pickers and the bureaucratic processes that aim to steer the narrative. See here, Vijay pointed, his finger landing on a section titled Solid Waste Management Rules 2016. This was envisioned to streamline waste segregation and collection, allowing with aligning with the broader Swachh Bharat Abhyan to promote cleanliness and recycling. But the ground reality, it's chaos, Reshma, a tangled web of these envisioned clans and the real dynamics at play on the streets. Act 3, Recycling and Records. As we move into the recycling base, we find the hidden corners where plastics shed their older cells and metamorphize into something new. A manager at a recycling facility pauses in his instructions to a worker to explain. It's not just about giving plastics a new life. It is about managing a resource that is so entwined with our city's lifestyle. It's serious business, he says, pointing to a stack of papers. At every stage of this journey, documents play a silent yet potent role, standing as testimonies to the narratives being crafted daily. The documents are not just sheets with information. They are our guides, helping us negotiate the intricate pathways that plastics carve out in the urban space. Notes a worker at a recycling facility. Her desk, a landscape of papers that chart the life journeys of different plastic materials. This living chronicle expressed through type, location, quantity showcases the intertwined destinies of materials and the city and suggests a contested space in continuous transition. Municipal papers guided by the state's intentions chart the journey of plastics in the city. Officials use these documents to manage the city's environment and people's relationship to waste. These records don't just tell a story. They play a role in shaping policy and guiding the city's approach to plastics. Essentially, the documents aren't just passive descriptions. They influence decisions and actions. They help make sense of the complex flow of plastics, reflecting the city's past, present and potential future. In conclusion, the confluence of material technologies and documentary practices reflects multiple agencies within Mumbai's landscape. Plastics are not just passive entities, but dynamic actors in a rich narrative shaped by bureaucracies, human endeavors, and an unyielding agency of materials. The investigation beckons us to witness the bricolage and urges us to explore the life stories of plastic as they shape the city and get reshaped by it. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any comments and feedback, feel free to share them with us on the blog. You can find the link to the post in the description of the episode.